to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Life Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Iman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a we got an action-packed episode today. Um, lots of NBA news to to go over, breaking in the past hour. Lots of uh, they're boycotting games, or I don't, I don't even like the term boycott. Their their NBA players are on strike right now from playing. We'll get into that. We'll give our thoughts on that. Um, Vladimir Tarasenko uh, injury news. We'll we'll break that down, and then if we have time, we'll get into a little bit more of the Petrangelo comments that came out today as well. But before we get started, I do got to thank today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on you'll get ten dollars off your first order so first things first um today it, it has been announced uh it, it started with the milwaukee bucks orlando magic uh game five that the bucks players were boycotting slash protesting the game and refusing to play um and in the past hour, it has all unfolded that the rest of the games from today have been postponed by the league and they're meeting tonight to move forward. This is all, of course, in response to the um, shooting that happened uh, in the past few days. Jacob um, Blake. Yep, Jacob Blake uh, was shot seven times in the back. Yeah, he is alive, but report according to reports, he is paralyzed. So definitely a, a, another example of the same cause that we've been trying to you know, work with all, all summer. And, and I mean, me from an outsider's perspective, I'm frustrated. I can only imagine how these guys feel. And I just want to say first and foremost, that I have so much utmost respect for the entire NBA players organization for, uh, organizing something like this and deciding something like this. We've never seen anything like it in sports. We've never seen a protest like this. Um, and a lot of the guys said it themselves is, you know, they tried peaceful protesting at the beginning and, and they tried just like putting names on jerseys and playing and that still didn't work. So, uh, sounds like the players wanted to do something, uh, a little more attention, not attention grabbing, but make more of a statement. And I, I'm really honestly proud of the way that they pulled it off and, and have so much respect for those players to make a decision like that in the league for allowing something like that to happen. Yeah, I think I think that's basically what it comes down to is like these guys trying to do everything that they can to like get across what they stand for, whether it be like um, names on the back of the jerseys or like tweets mm-hmm. and like, uh, post game like conferences and just like doing everything they can to get their message across while they're playing and for this for something like this to happen like while all the Black Lives Matter stuff like is going on and while all of these players are like fighting all these people across the United States are fighting um, right for equal rights it's it's got to be aggravating especially for these guys who are like in a bubble. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Don't get to see their families, and then all of this is going on. So you can understand their frustration. I'm, I'm behind. I don't. I think any American really should be behind the boycott, uh, just because it's the First Amendment right. Um, but really, it's just an opportunity for the players to say, "Hey, like." We obviously they love playing sports. We love watching them play sports, but there's a lot more important things going on. And they're yeah. kind of saying like, let's pay more attention to that. I don't want to be a distraction from what's actually happening. I think right. I think that goes a long way. Right, and I think the best way that I've seen it described, and we saw this um, in talks when like sports were coming back in general, is sports are are a reward for a functioning society. Yeah, and our society right now is anything but. Um, it's, it's extremely dysfunctional. It's it's a tough it's it's a tough thing to talk about, you know, especially for like I don't know. I mean, speaking for myself, but I'm sure Tommy, you can relate. It it's impossible 
um, for us to know what it, it what it must feel like to be a person of color in in, in today's world, and and you know, it, it's so frustrating and disappointing to see this sort of history repeat itself day after day. And it, it's it is encouraging to see a response like this from the NBA. Um, you know, obviously, athletes and celebrities have such a, a relevant voice in this country, and the NBA is a sport that's dominated by. Um, you know, just a majority of people of color. So a lot of the attention does shift to them in events like this to uh, use their voice, use their platform. And we saw it earlier with, you know, all the, of course, all the names on the back of the jerseys, um, players going to protests and stuff like that. So they've always been super historically um, active in these causes. And um, this is just a, a, another escalation of, of their, of how far they're willing to go to stand for what they think is right. And that is so admirable. And, and, you know, for these guys to, to go out and put the game that they love on hold because there's something much more relevant and, and pressing in the world around them, it, it, you know, can't, can't ask for a more respectful, admirable, brave decision than that. Yeah. And I think, I think it's, it's kind of problematic too. Just like, like what we saw today, well, like what we saw today from the NBA is not problematic by any means, but um, like the dysfunction between like the NBA all standing together and like one team decides they're going to boycott the next team immediately boycotts. And then the, the league immediately says like, let's just postpone right. the games. Whereas so, solidarity, whereas like oh, the biggest, some of the biggest news today in the NHL was Logan Couture and like his comments. And uh, like we saw Matt Dumba, like stand in front of like America really. And like, bleed his alone. heart out and say like alone hey, yeah alone like this is what's happening and there's like a handful of players that took a knee during the anthem but like and a lot of people will like back him in their comments but i think action is kind of it goes a long way you know so it's just it's just disappointing for me because like i i'll be the first one to say like i don't watch basketball as much as i probably should like the rest of america i feel like loves basketball um but i always sucked at it so i just never really got into like why <laughs> but like <laughs> but the nhl like it, that's the league that i love you know and it's like it's disappointing to mm-hmm. me to like compare the two essentially yeah um just the the timing of Logan Couture's statement is just so tone deaf and it's not even like he said anything like um, malicious or it's almost worse that he what he said was just so not acceptable but so normal like he just happened to go on Twitter speak his mind about his political beliefs which in essence there is absolutely nothing wrong with that I have no problem with right. he's entitled like, to his with, opinion with, but at the same he time he's entitled to his opinion but the fact that this this league um, the only thing that we have seen regarding racial issues from them as a result of the recent shooting has been one of their star players um, speaking uh, not against the cause, but about a speak, speaking in favor of a cause that is somewhat detrimental towards what NBA players are, are promoting and fighting for. Um, you know, and like you said, within within hours of of the first domino being tipped, the entire NBA was shut down and moved. You know postponed move to the next day versus Logan Couture's statements I mean has anybody even commented on that has anybody in the not, not again not to put the NHL on blast but I have not seen really any response reaction from anyone in hockey um I saw I'm just gonna one, be, and, and, I, and I just might not have seen it but I saw one Instagram post uh I think it was on a story I forget which player it was but basically saying like 
uh, we're so we're not allowed to have like difference of opinions anymore, which is basically like so agreeing with them. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and, and besides that, you know, like again, that is is really heartbreaking to see and. He could have chosen a better time to tweet that, but it's ignorance versus arrogance. I don't think that's Logan Couture saying, "Oh, I don't care about Black Lives Matter." It's right, just, it's right, just, right. it's just not a topic that is relevant enough in the NHL that he probably didn't even realize the unfortunate timing of his comments, which sucks because the only difference between NBA players and NHL players is there are a lot more people of color in the NBA, so. You know, the spotlight gets shifted on them, but there is absolutely no reason that these NHL players with voices can't be promoting equal, you know, uh, similar messages. And it's just, it's very disappointing to see the lack of response just in general from the NHL, not just with this recent incident, but this entire Black Lives Matter. I mean, you watch an NBA game and Black Lives Matter is plastic, is literally inscribed in the court. All these players have messages on jerseys and not saying that that belongs in the NHL because like I said, it's a very different environment. Um, But you, you turn an NBA game and then you flip the channel to an NHL game and it's, it's just so different and telling. It's like, damn, these, this is one, this is a league that's doing absolutely everything they can to promote the causes that their players care about and that the country cares about. And then here's another league who, Put on a couple, a couple, uh, showed a couple players kneeling and, and speaking a couple weeks ago, and then dropped it ever since. It, and it's, it's even it's, it's even little things like um, like the NHL kind of had like the statements around like on the jumbotrons and stuff that said like we skate for and we play for, which is like that's fine and that's great, but that's like I mean that's basically just watering down like just say Black Lives Matter if that's what you mean. Like right. put that right. put that on the screen and like um, they would even like. Even like when they tweeted about Matt Dumba's speech, it was like the same thing. Like we play for mm-hmm. like equality mm-hmm. or we skate for equality. It's like, dude, like uh, stop trying to take away from like what's really at hand here. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. To me, it yeah. feels like it feels like a very watered down version of what mm-hmm. the NBA Did- was doing, even when the NHL was doing. Like the bare minimum, essentially. I was literally, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to call it the bare minimum. It feels like it, it feels like they did everything that they had to do to prove that they supported the cause, and then that was it. Um, and again, like I said, the NHL isn't exactly the best vehicle for uh, the Black Lives Matter movement just because it's, it's not you know, the, the demographic, et cetera, et cetera, but it doesn't matter. Because you you have a voice, use it. If if you're not using it, then what are you doing? I'm not saying oh everybody has to be supporting the movement, but it's just such a golden opportunity. You know, yeah, it is such like, a golden opportunity to do something so simple, so easy, and showing your showing the fans of color, showing the players of color, um, showing the just showing everybody that you care. Yeah, that and it's like it's not even just like it's not even just like the league accounts or like league officials. It's really just like a lot of teams. Like I think there was a tweet mm-hmm. that was, or I think it was an Instagram post, uh, like a while ago that that Avs, uh, put out that had like Nathan McKinnon and like, it's a like back to back or something. Um, but it had like three K's and it capitalized. It was like, okay, this is tone deaf. And then like the blues mm-hmm. essentially, um, I mean the blues have already always kind of like toe the line. They don't really want to like piss off. Like, Cause the majority of fans in Missouri are blue collar, like, you know, like they're not going to essentially agree, but like at some point you have to take a stand and like kind of assert yourself where you're at in the position. And we saw, we saw, we saw the fiasco that happened with pride nights, the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I yeah, think, well, I think it's time that the, I think it's time for the NHL to grow some balls and 
and uh, take initiative. So couldn't have said it better myself. Well, it's time for it's time for to take our first break. So Tommy, I'm gonna give you a little scenario. You want Chinese food, but I want pizza. And then Joey is just waking up from his nap and he's craving for some froyo. <laughs> There's something for everyone on DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you your food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, delicious, Wendy's, delicious and the cheesecake factory delicious many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery just open the doordash app select your favorite local restaurant and your food will be left at your door right now our listeners can get five dollars off and zero delivery fees on their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the doordash app and enter code locked on nhl all one word that's five dollars off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the doordash app in the app store and enter code locked on nhl don't forget that's code locked on nhl for your for five dollars off your first order with DoorDash, and we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, Tommy. So, have you got any more to say on this topic? I've, I've, I haven't exhausted what I have to say, but I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated, yeah. and I feel like we could just talk in circles all day. Right. I feel like I've said um, everything that needs to be said. Yeah. Uh, I guess just to wrap it up, it's, I'm, 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 I'm very. Uh, what the NBA is doing is very admirable. I'm very impressed with it. I'm, I'm you know, fully supportive of the movement. I would love to see the NHL do something similar. Yep. Um, it's a really important time to speak up and, and stand for what you believe in. And change needs to happen. Whatever, however you believe that that change needs to happen, we don't need to get into that. But it is obvious that the current state of, of our society is, uh, is unacceptable. Um, and it has been for a really long time. It's not like this is something that has come out of nowhere that we're just now realizing. It's something that we're sort of taking off the rose-colored glasses and seeing in a more in a, in a brighter light that we have in the future. But it, it really can't be ignored any longer. And um, you know, use your if you're listening, use your voice. Um, spread spread the word. Spread positive messages. Support the NBA for doing what they're doing. Support um, anyone who makes decisions to promote the, the cause for what they believe in. And, and I'm looking forward to hopefully the NHL having a positive reaction or a, a productive reaction as well, but we will see. Um, that yeah, being said, Trent. at the end of the day, all these players have a platform. And I think um, like, like you were talking about, like in a league that's predominantly white, um, I, it really takes a handful of individuals um, to have supreme uh, confidence really in their words and speaking up. Um, and then after that, at some point the dominoes start to fall and pe- other people start getting confidence feeding off of them. Um, and I feel like that's what needs to happen for this league, uh, to take those steps. And I hope that they do because I'm disappointed in the league that I love right now. So I am, I am as well. Um, shifting, shifting topics a little bit. Um, Vladimir Tarasenko, it was announced recently that he will be receiving his third shoulder surgery and will be reevaluated in five months. <sighs> that sucks. Tough. Um, he did post uh, an Instagram uh, message, which Tommy shared on Twitter 
um, which made me laugh a lot because it's it's uh, he's got such a, he's got such a way of, of talking that that's been there ever since the the beginning of of his career here. He's so funny with with the winky faces at the end of each yeah. each paragraph. <laughs> he loves his emojis. He really does. Um, but yeah, anyways, sort of to to briefly sum up what he said, it's that you know he's bummed that he's having a, sh- a third shoulder surgery, but he is confident that and he and he said in his words that they finally found something that this time that they hadn't found before which to me is really encouraging it sounds but like there's also at the same time discouraging that someone's not doing their job well right right discouraging that someone's not doing their job absolutely but it, it, it doesn't seem like it's just the same surgery for the third time right. you know it's, yeah. not, it's not like it's not it like, sounds he like, they, like re-injured it or like re-tore right, anything right. Just, i think what he was alluding to was um especially like he said like even during the season like he thought about sitting out not playing yeah i think about that yeah Um, so it it sounds like it even after he got it like in quotes fixed it still wasn't right um and i think that they're getting it righted now essentially in instead of like refixing everything right because it was broken like I don't know. Does that make sense? What I'm saying. Well, yeah, and a lot of times with sports injuries, like you said, there's sort of two options for these guys. It's you either you either fix it and just make them be able to play again, or you truly go in there and give a uh, in depth surgery that has a longer recovery time, but you know it, it is better in the long run. And and to me, this is kind of what that seems like. Is initially they were just going in there and doing what they could to get his shoulder Add back into play, so he so he could play. But now it seems like they really looked at it from a from a, a, a deeper perspective and stuff like doesn't matter how long you're out we're gonna get this fixed once and for all um i'm optimistic uh he's you know i love the guy he's been my favorite player for as long as i can remember um and i just want i just want what's best for him uh it sounds silly and cliche but i I truly do I, i just want what's best for him and he said it in his own statement his career is not over he loves it in st louis um is his contract up after next season um 2022 i think Hmm. I don't know. Is it next season or the one after? I think it's the one after. Because I think next season is Bennington and Allen. So I think the one after that is uh, Tarasenko and O'Reilly. So I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, uh, definitely reason for concern. You never want to see a guy getting surgery on the same thing three times. But it's it's Vladdy. You know, he's a he's a he's a dynamic player. And if he can get back to to where he once was, or even eighty percent of where he once was, he's an incredibly valuable asset for this team to have. But all of that aside, I just want again want what's best for him. I, I can't imagine what it must be like to deal with a lingering shoulder injury for what's what's been like four years now. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and who knows when it started. So um, I I would rather, you know, I'd rather he misses all of next year and comes back strong and rather than just re-injure it again. Because uh, like I said, at the end of the day, it ties back in with the, what we talked about at the beginning of the episode. At the end of the day, these guys are all human. Um, and they all have their own individual thoughts, feelings, emotions. They, they perceive things the same way we do. Um, and it was kind of clear that, I know we mentioned the other day, these guys are aware of what's being said about them online and stuff. Because one of the first things Vladimir Tarasenko said in his statement was that it's not the end of his career. And that was kind of all I saw on Twitter after the injury broke was that it was the end of his career. Yeah. Um, so it's got to be discouraging for, for, for him to see stuff like that. But it's one of those things where reevaluated in five months, I think we'll know more in five months, but between now and then we just got to cross our fingers and sit on our hands, I guess. 
Yeah, and if you like, know. he also talked about um, the different group of people, and he called them the haters, which I, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. But uh, if you're going out of your way to beat somebody when they're down in terms of like an injury and say like, oh, right. I should have traded him a long time ago and like like actually messaging this dude on Instagram or Twitter or what have you and saying just awful things like just do better. Like as, as a human being, as a person, like just do better. There's there's absolutely no reason for that. Even if he wasn't on our team and we're talking about like Brad Marchand or like Zidane Char, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. The, the least likable person you could think of in the league doesn't deserve that kind of treat. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're getting close to the end of today's episode. So one more short ad break and Tommy, I got to be honest, talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off and blame ourselves saying something like, oh, I lost my mojo or I was in the pool. Um, but with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and most importantly, discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash XXX and complete an online visit. Go to getroman.com slash locked.nhl today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. ED treatment. That is getroman.com slash locked on NHL. Getroman.com slash locked on NHL. And we'll be right back with the end of today's episode. All right, Tommy. What do you got? What are your final thoughts for today? Um, um, final thoughts, especially uh, pertaining to Tarasenko. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand people like being genuinely being concerned about like the rest of his career. I mean, anytime you have shoulder injury three times and you have surgery on it, like that's cause for concern for anybody. Um, but I think his statements should help kind of put everybody's like. Uh, insecurities to rest like let's just see what happens I know we talked about that with this offseason and Petrangelo and looking back on these playoffs I feel like that should kind of that should kind of be everybody's mantra uh, over the next couple of months until like preseason starts or eventually until Petrangelo signs is like let's just see what happens like don't don't go over the top on the hate don't go over the top on like being over positive just kind of like ride the wave see what happens i have faith in armstrong and this team i'll always i'll always have faith in both of them um and i have faith i have faith in the work ethic of vladimir tarasenko i mean like i guess the pro of having this uh same injury i guess um is that he's done the rehab for it multiple times so he knows exactly what he needs to do to get back on the ice um Mm -hmm. so there's no doubt in my mind that he'll be able to do that so let's just see what happens folks yeah absolutely um it's one of those things where unfortunately you just got to kind of sit on your hands and wait and be patient um which which i don't like doing but (laughs) exactly it's it it, no there's a lot of a lot of stuff to to take your mind off of right now we got a great playoffs going um you know like i said the nba playoffs is fun but also 
from the beginning. There's a lot of real world stuff going on right now that you can devote your energy and attention to. Uh, so get out there, you know, promote your cause, spe- speak your truth, use your voice. Um, but yeah, and, and like Tommy said, don't 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 spread hate on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. No matter how much we tweet or, or text or, or put it on our Instagram stories, it's not going to change Vladimir Tarasenko's recovery time. It's not going to change whether or not Doug Armstrong signs Alex Petrangelo. So yeah, I mean, oh, oh baby, that was loud. <laughs> Get the AC turned on. That was loud. Um, no, you're good. But yeah, um, oh, I lost that. That threw, threw off my chain of thought. Uh, speaking um, about like, yeah, pick it up, pick it up. You got I know, this. I know a, a lot of this, um, a lot of this episode was spent talking about politics, and like some people might not want to talk about that, but I think it's relevant in these times, and it's Absolutely. a relevant conversation to have. But that's the point of all of this: is have the conversation. Just because mm-hmm. people disagree on politics does not mean you have to go and like fight tooth and nail and like call each other obscenities and all of this stuff. Like. Seek to have communication and seek to understand the other side. Even if you disagree with someone doesn't mean you have to like just berate them online, you know? And I know social media makes it easy because people can be anonymous and like you don't have to actually face face the person like face to face. But like just do your do do your due diligence as a human being. Say that five times fast. um, Yeah, (laughs) say that five times fast. Um, But yeah, do your due diligence as a human being. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and just have care and concern for one another. And I think at the end of the day, that's what it really all comes down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all should be doing our due diligence. Oh, nailed that. You hear that? <laughs> Amazing. Bars. Bars. <laughs> Bars. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like Tommy said, important time in the world. Um, and we all have a voice. We all have a platform. I know a lot of you are on Twitter, so you got a platform right there that you can use. Uh, speaking of, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked on Blues to stay up to date with, with all of the podcast news and such. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy at T Welcher 15. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of the week. And as always,